Hi, I'm Aislinn Waite, and welcome to Just a Tele, where the topics are hot, the laughs are endless, and the conversation is everything. We're talking about it all, from relationships, work, life, God, and so much more. Life is stressful, and I'm here to help. So grab your wine and a snack, and let's get into it. This is Just a Tele. Hey guys, and welcome back to Just a Tele. <laughs> How is everybody? How are things going? How's everyone's week been? Um, I don't have any updates over here. It is just getting through the fall semester as always and living life the best I can. <laughs> so um, I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody's fall semester is going well if you're in school right now. But um, today is going to be a little different because we have a special guest in the building. Say what's up. <laughs> so as you guys may um, know, um, I have been on a health and vegan journey for almost a year now. And for those of you who don't know, I talked about it in my Why I Went Vegan video on YouTube. So you guys can go check that out so you can learn more why. But today, I have been in contact with someone else who is also on a vegan and health journey. And so today, I brought him here to tell you guys about his journey. So I'm going to turn the floor over to you and let you introduce yourself to the people. My name is Sean. I'm from Jersey. Uh, my handle is at her firstborn son on Instagram. Um, I walk and hike for, uh, a hobby and I also do it as part of my fitness, the main part of my fitness, uh, journey. And I've been doing so pretty much almost since the start of the pandemic, a lot of things closed down. And I said, you know, I'm not going to probably have as much fun as I did in 2019, but, uh, I want to turn tragedy into triumph and I've discovered hiking. Um, I love it. I also walk in my neighborhood. I also uh, walk and run on my treadmill and it has helped me uh, lose weight, uh, have something to do and be healthy. And I pretty much want to share with everyone uh, a little bit about that this evening. Cool. So uh, do you walk by yourself? Do you walk with other people or? Uh, on six different occasions, we had a walk to wellness event. Um, the events happened at different parks uh, around New Jersey. Um, mm -hmm. And we had, we solicited people from the area um, who wanted to uh, join our walks. Uh, we had made promo uh, posts on Instagram and anyone who was in the area who's interested in getting a walk uh, with genuine motivated people Mm -hmm. uh, it came along and we had a good time and we got our steps in and we sweat and we danced and we, you know, pretty much talked about our, uh, fitness journey and, you know, what we're trying to accomplish and our goals and stuff like that. Uh, six people came sometimes, sometimes it was maybe eight. There was a few times there were like maybe 10 people. Mm -hmm. Um, but regardless if it's not a good turnout, uh, me and our partner that we're going to talk about later, we are going to get our steps. We're going to make sure we get our 20,000 steps 
We're going to make sure that we keep our consistency going when it comes to our uh, fitness journey. And we do invite people to come along. We want people to uh, start their fitness journey. We want people to, if they can't come uh, to our events, we want them to maybe start events of their own. Get mm-hmm. people in the neighborhood, get people that they know to walk, at least to start their fitness journey before they branch off to other things. That's good. So you did 20,000 steps a day. That's the goal? That's the goal. A, a lot of times when people use their uh, stepper app on their phone or on a watch, they use it throughout the course of the day and they see how many steps they have, I guess, maybe before they go to bed or maybe before the steps re, uh, reset. I only use my stepper when I'm actually planning on doing what I call a walk to workout session. I'll okay. turn my stepper on and if I'm hiking or walking around the neighborhood or uh, I might be at a park or something like that, I pretty much, my goal before I stop the stepper and stop my workout is to try to do 20,000 steps. So I've successfully did 20,000 steps numerous of time, numerous times. At one time when I was in Virginia, I did a 21 mile uh, hike. I like to say hike, but it was pretty much a trail that went along the coastline and then it went inland to neighborhoods. It, it, it was a trail that was 10, 10.5 miles going and 10.5 miles going back. And at the end of that very long day, which was a little bit under eight hours, oh my gosh. 50,000 plus steps. That is by far the most I've had done so far. And I hope to break that sometime in 2021. Oh my gosh, I would die. 21 <laughs> miles. I would be like, Lord, let my soul leave my body because. And it's 10.5 miles in one direction, and you have to go 10.5 miles back to your car. Uh, aside from taking an Uber and just kind of messing up what you're trying to accomplish for that day, you got to walk back, you know? So it's, it's something that I've really, uh, I love and it's a hobby. It's a passion. I think it's the, like I said before, uh, it's the most simple, uh, and effective way, uh, for anyone who's starting out their fitness journey, mm-hmm. walk, walk with purpose. If you walk 15 minutes for a week, then the the next week, try to do 30 minutes, you know? And I know everybody can't do it like I do it, Mm -hmm. but just starting and getting your body used to some type of physical movements, you'll see benefits sooner than you know it. Yeah. So where in Virginia were you for that walk? I was was at the Elizabeth River Trail, and I can't remember the city. But if, if, if anyone's interested in uh, that trail, it's called the Elizabeth River Trail. Um, I want to say Virginia Beach. Okay. Don't quote me on that. I would definitely have to go back to my uh, Instagram post. When yeah. I post, I post uh, my location. I post some scenes from the actual walk. And any other information I think is... Uh, beneficial to anyone who's in that area or who may travel to that area mm-hmm. and want to get some exercise on their little vacation. So, I mean, I never thought I would go anywhere to uh, exercise, but when I got tired of my neighborhood and when I got tired of my parks, I wanted yeah. to explore and going to dish, uh, uh, going to other parks and other 
uh, uh, reservations and reservoirs and stuff like that and just seeing the different scenery it, it's something that I almost could have said that I wouldn't have experienced in my lifetime you know if you just try to do something a little bit outside of your comfort zone you'll be surprised at the wonders of the world that you will see and it will be memories that you can have for the rest of your life yeah that's good so for anybody who's wondering, that trail is in, it is by the, uh, the beach. It's in Norfolk, Virginia. So not too far from the beach. So if anybody wants to go, 21 miles, folks. Hmm? It is. It's 10.5 <laughs> miles. A lot of it is on the coastline. Some of it, like I said, goes a little inland. So you're walking through neighborhoods. But that particular trail, it's very well, uh, like the signage for it. So you can stay on it. Um, it starts by Norfolk uh, University, and okay. it goes. It's 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 one of the it's one of the trails. I can honestly say I was glad I was able to walk. I, I haven't found anything to that magnitude yet, you know. So uh, if you happen to be in a Virginia area and you just want to, even if you just do a piece of it, you might want to do mm -hmm. two miles or something like that. Yeah. It's a, good, it's a good activity to do if there's nothing to do. With, yeah. If you're in Virginia. Okay. Definitely. So what got you started on your fitness journey? What got you out there walking and going and doing this? For a long time, I stopped exercising. You know, all of us get to that point where we're, we're motivated and then we stop. Mm -hmm. motivated and we stopped. The last time I exercised uh, prior to restarting my fitness journey was about a year and a half, almost two years ago. And that had been the longest from the last time I did it until I started again. And I said, I need something that's not going to make me not want to be consistent. Mm -hmm. We, this is another saying that I have. We have been walking since we stopped crawling and i think every human can say that that has the ability to walk we've been walking since we stopped crawling yeah. so you need to use that experience 20 years 30 years 40 plus years experience of walking to do an exercise that's guaranteed to help you lose weight and be healthy it's low impact and it's low intensity and i guarantee you if you have some good music, if you have some comfortable clothes, and if you change your scenery from time mm -hmm. to time, it's something that you will fall in love with. You'll either continue to do that until you get to the weight that you want to get to, or you will branch off into other things. But I think walking is a good start for anyone who wants to start their fitness journey. That's good. That's really good. So that this was just recent that you decided to really get consistent. Yes, uh, from my memory, May 20th was my first recorded, uh, you know, because I like to record either my steps or where I'm walking at, or, or I have a little saying that I say on my Instagram to let people know where I'm at and how many steps I'm going to be taking or if I'm going to be on my treadmill, whatever the case may be. I actually started May 5th, um, but my first recordings of it, when I realized that I was going to take it seri seriously, was May 20th. So May 20th to present, I have not missed a day of being uh, on my fitness journey, whether it's my treadmill, 
whether it's walking in my neighborhood, whether it's hiking, yeah, or whether or whether it's being on or walking around a track. I've been doing that for well over a hundred straight days now, and I pretty much want to try to see if I can just keep it going forever. You know, for as long yeah. as I'm able body, I want to do something every day toward my fitness um, so that I can live a long and prosperous life. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you with that. Cause I definitely, uh, I say all the time, I'm going to be that person at 90 that's still working out, still walking, you know, still got my health. I don't want anybody pushing me in a wheelchair. I want to still be exactly. functioning, you know, when I'm 90, yeah. 100, if I get to live that long, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily. And I, and listen, all of us, uh, different things happen to the uh, different people. The human mm-hmm. body is a very fragile thing. And I don't want to be in a way when I'm older. Like yeah. I really think about that a lot of the times. And even when I wasn't exercising, like I don't want to be a burden on people. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be in a way. And I pretty much think that because I want to live as long as God allows me to live, but I want to, I want to be able to take part in me living long. I just don't want to pray to live long. I want to actually do something about it. So it's it's that and not wanting to be in the way and not wanting to be a burden to my family or whoever happens to be in my life at the time. Yeah. I want to be able to be an able-bodied old man who is still walking and still having fun and still enjoying the body that I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Definitely. I want to be one of those people that it's like, they were so healthy, you know, when they, when they're old and they go, it's like, you know, the body yes, ages, it, it ages, but I, I aged and I aged healthily. That's good. Yes, You'll be able to definitely. say at 90 years old, you know, she was still, she still yes. had it. Exactly. <laughs> and, I, and I can actually picture myself, maybe I won't do my 20,000 steps and maybe I won't be walking for 21 miles and maybe I won't be on my treadmill for 99 minutes and 58 seconds, but I want to be able to, at least by 85, 90 years old, be able to walk around my complex or be able to walk around, you know, my neighborhood. I want to be able to be as healthy as I can be until God calls me home. You understand what I'm saying? That, that, that's pretty much is my goal. People ask me my goal. I want to, it's probably going to be a time where my consistency as far as days is broken, but it's never going to be a time where it takes me another year and a half to two years to work out again, because I'm truly in love with working out for right now. I've chosen walking as my primary uh, source of, of exercise. And it's something that I want to motivate other people to do. Yeah. And that's, that's good. I think a lot of times people, forget that walking is so easy and I I believe that as a millennial that comes from a place of like how they say we want we we live in a microwave society we want everything quick and fast Mm -hmm. and so people see Instagram models and they see their you know their favorite actors or stuff and they're like oh I need to go to the gym and I need to do these hit workouts like three times a day and do all these Tabata workouts like four times a day so that I can look like this person in this amount of time but walking is a great form of exercise you're moving your body everything's being worked, you're burning calories, your body already burns calories anyway throughout the day. And it's something that like, it's consistent. So you don't have to really like take yourself to a place that like you're not at yet. You can start there and you can incorporate things with it. 
Definitely, uh, definitely. You can bring up some weights with you to carry in your hand. Yeah. Wearing uh, weighted vests. I see some people out walking with weighted vests. You can change the elevation of where you walk. You can walk uphill. You can walk downhill. And and my favorite thing is hiking. You know, when you have to hike through the woods and you have to go on the little trails and you have to go up steep mountains, you have to come yeah. down steep mountains, you have to walk on rocks and you have to walk on tree roots and stuff like that. Yeah. That's a little bit, to me, that's a little bit more for the advance. But I'm telling you, if you are consistent with it, Mm-hmm. You can reach that level and even higher, you know, but you have to be consistent. Consistent for some people is different. If you're going to do, if you say to yourself, you're going to do it two, two days a week, make sure you do it those two days a week. If you yeah. get to where I'm from and I, for where I'm at and, and I'll say, you know, I want to do it seven days a week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to do it seven days a week. So yeah. it, it all starts with what you're comfortable with. But after a while, I mean, you can't do, in my opinion, you can't do two days a week for six months. You got to bump it up to at least three. After, right. say, three months or whatever the case may be. Challenge right. your body. Your body will respond and you will be healthier. And more importantly, you will feel better. And yeah. I think your fitness level has a lot to do with your emotions. And a lot of people don't understand that. Hmm. Hmm. You think your emotions drive how hard you work or? I think ever since I've started walking and being active, I'm more. Oh, I think you're, you're muted. I lost you. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, stand by everybody. There we go. You hear me? Yes. There we go. Okay. Go ahead. You were saying. But I was. I was saying that I feel like I'm, since I've been working now and since I've been physically active, I've been more creative. I feel yeah. like you know, although I'm I'm human, I've been more patient. Um, I've it, it's it's just something about. When you're doing something good for your body, your mind, your mind responds, your heart responds, you know, the things that the decisions you may have made maybe in the past, you know, you might make different ones. Mm -hmm. What I I would like to highlight more than anything else is just the creativity. I'm so much more creative uh, now that I'm working out than before when I wasn't. And I think because I'm doing something, the blood is flowing, you know, I'm losing weight, I'm feeling more confident about myself. I really think that has a, a, a major effect on my enthusiasm. I think it has an effect on my drive and my focus. And I'm just, in my mind, I'm constantly reinventing myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest with you, and it feels good because I haven't felt like this at any other point in my life. So I don't think that this is something that's just going to be temporary, and yeah. I don't think it's something that I'm ever going to stop at all. That's good. That's good. Well, don't stop listening to us just yet. We've got to take a quick break, but there's more just to tell you after this. like what you're hearing? Can't get enough of the topics? Make sure to leave a comment and rate us five stars. We love to hear from you and we welcome your feedback. 
Have an advice question or topic suggestion for me? Download the Anchor app and leave me a voice message or DM me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Wade. Follow Just a Teller to keep up with the podcast. Know someone who would love this podcast? Make sure you share it with them and tag Just a Teller with three R's or Aislinn Wade to receive a shout out. Follow Aislinn Wade on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Follow Just a Teller with three R's and Bible Brunch on Instagram. And if you love health and fitness, follow Limitless underscore health 1114 on Instagram and Limitless Health slash AW on Facebook. All right, welcome back. So um, now that we've talked about the fitness, let's talk about um, your you know, health and what you're eating. So you are a vegan. Yes. And how did, what made you go vegan? In 2017, uh, the person I was with at the time wanted to watch this documentary. It's called What the Health? And she asked me probably late July and I kept putting it off. It wasn't something that I was interested in. It was probably going to be another boring documentary. Um, at least I thought it was boring at the time. Um, we watched other documentaries before. I thought they were boring. Um, and it wasn't really anything that uh, I had interest in. Mm-hmm. But it was one particular night on August 6, 2017. It was actually in the afternoon. It wasn't at night. We watched the documentary and it blew my mind. I was unaware of almost, I didn't know anything prior to watching that documentary about the foods you eat, how it connects with your body, mm-hmm. how it connects with uh, the environment. It was just a culture shock to me. Uh, I'm pretty much uh when i go at something i go at it full force so on august 7th the very next morning i turned vegan cold turkey oh my gosh every very next morning and it wasn't like i would not advise anybody to do that uh the first three to six months were some of the most hardest uh you know as far as eating and stuff like that uh, I started posting on social media right away. So yeah. when you post on social media about a change, people are going to hold hold you to it. They're going to yeah. hold you to it for support, and they're going to hold it hold it to you because they want to see you fail. Mm-hmm. So if you're making a change, like becoming vegan or anything else, I would suggest you keep it a secret to see if you're actually serious about it before you let the world know. Um, I had did no research. I had not figured out what I was going to eat. Yeah. All I knew was that I wasn't going to eat anything uh, with an animal or anything that comes from an animal. And for, I, I did lose a lot of weight. I lost 17 pounds in the first 34 days uh-huh. of being vegan without doing any exercise. And I attribute that to the waste, the toxins, the parasites, mm-hmm. uh, all, all that stuff, uh, the water weight, all, all, all that stuff 
happened pretty fast. And, mm-hmm. you know, I continued to lose weight uh, for that first uh, six months to a year. But when my body got used to it, and yeah. I don't know if I'm going too far ahead. So if I am, please stop me. But when I got used to it, I started gaining the weight back. Yeah. I thought being vegan simply meant that I was just going to be this healthy, slim, muscular guy. And, you know, I didn't take the exercise seriously. See, I lost weight before exercising and still eating the way I was eating prior to being a vegan, Mm -hmm. but never the other way around. And just like with any diet or lifestyle, there is a healthy way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a way that's not so healthy. So in the beginning, and throughout my journey, to be quite honest with you, I've been what's known as a junk food vegan. If it's vegan, not now, but before. If it was vegan, I'm assuming it's healthy. Yeah. Not meat. And that is, as you probably already know, that is so far from the truth. People have to educate themselves. And even to this day, um, to be even more honest, I'm still having, even with the knowledge that I have, I'm struggling with that. Yeah. I don't always make the best decisions. I still believe that being vegan is still better than not being vegan. Mm-hmm. You know, I still think that eating vegan junk food is better than eating anything from an animal or eating animals. But I do want to, as time progresses, I do want to go more to toward the raw or alkaline, which is more things that are less processed and more things that are directly from the soil. You know, I'm not at, I'm not at that point yet, but it's definitely something that I see myself doing as I get older, get more knowledge, get more recipes, yeah. you know, talk to maybe people who are uh, subject matter experts. And, you know, along with my partner, we're both doing this journey together. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely going to take this to the next level for our people. Yeah. Well, do you, no, let me ask you, do you like to cook? No. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and the funny part about it is, uh, I can think of things to make that are healthy. Mm-hmm. Like I've had things that I think were, could be, you know, sold in stores and I've had things that I think other vegans would uh, enjoy, mm-hmm. but I'm lazy when it comes to cooking. <laughs> no, I, I really am. And I don't, I don't know if that's going to stifle uh, my journey. I know that, you know, uh, Latoya, the person that we're going to talk about later on in the show, she has been my savior. I think she has helped me continue to, to be healthy and she's aided me in my fitness journey. And she does primarily all the cooking. Uh, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm happy for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because that's going to be, when it goes to eating raw, that is your deal breaker. If you don't like to cook, yeah. it's going to be so hard. I think, unfortunately, I don't want to say anything negative because I want to take this in a positive light. But I think I'm still maybe one or two years away from eating raw or alkaline. Like, I'm going to try my best and I, I try to incorporate uh, that way of eating as much as possible. Yeah. I still have a lot of comfort foods that are vegan that I partake mm-hmm. in. Um, I keep telling myself that I'm now that I'm exercising, maybe it'll balance itself out a little bit. Yeah. But my goal is to be 
alkaline or raw vegan and, yeah. and pretty much let that be at least 70% of my diet, but I'm yeah. not there right now. <laughs> well, once you get used to it, so that's kind of how I eat. Um, I eat pretty raw. I, well, actually this week, y'all pray for me. I am on a juice cleanse this week. And uh -huh. so, yeah, that I'm telling you right now, it started terrible because I messed up. I was, I waited too late to eat on Sunday. I started on Monday. I waited too late to eat. And so I was like, okay, I'll get away with this. And so I had pupusas and the pupusas had dairy cheese in them, not vegan cheese. Oh, I, was, wow. I was so sick. I was up from since at 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. that morning, just throwing up and just, uh, it was, it was awful. So don't do that again. <laughs> and, yeah. but, but so I did have to eat solid food on Monday, but it has been, mm, it's been a mess, but I'm doing raw next week. I'll, next week is all raw, nothing processed, fruits, veg. I have a garden out in my backyard. So fruit, wow. veggies, yeah, everything, tomatoes, cucumbers, zucchinis. I got spinach, celery, everything. So I will eat raw. But when it comes to cooking, um, you, Pinterest is your friend. <laughs> exactly. Not I had that on my phone. I had it for other things because I used to design shirts so i was getting my some of my ideas from pinterest but it's yeah. very good as far as recipes i need to be download that to my phone right away yeah and then i don't know if you know who tabitha brown is yes I'm tabitha familiar. brown has great recipes and she really encouraged me to eat you know like you said about 70 percent raw because if yes. i need like a ground beef something or anything like that most of the stuff even my, down to vegan sour cream i make it myself from sunflower seeds <laughs> yeah that's, that's admirable it's, it is it's it really work is. <laughs> but it's worth it you feel good when you eat it because you know what's in it you know that you made yes. it you know what i mean you know it's i made this from pecans or i made this from you know this nut or whatever and yes. you, know, you just feel better and you can keep it around for you know a few days to a week depending on what it is you make so once you get in the swing of it you're gonna be fine I always do, uh, uh, on my backup Instagram page, I, I follow a lot of vegan recipe accounts. And I don't know, I, I think it's, it's just come down to me being a little lazy in that department. I do everything else pretty decent, but I need to, I think when I, once I start to do it, um, maybe I'll have a love for it. Like I have a love for my, my fitness journey, but I haven't. I have to tell your audience right now, I haven't gotten to that point yet. Um, so if you are a little bit ahead of me when it comes to that, more power to you. Definitely. <laughs> That's okay, though. Everybody's at their own pace. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So, I, I, yeah. yeah. So tell us a little bit more. We have some time. So you were talking about, you said LaToya. Yes. So tell us a little bit more about her and how she's held. LaToya is a lifesaver. LaToya is patient. LaToya came over to the vegan side effortlessly. Mm -hmm. She has uh, taken uh, being a vegan very seriously. Uh, in some cases, and probably more seriously than me. Mm -hmm. um, she is a phenomenal cook. She is one who uh, motivates me to eat better. Mm -hmm. She tells me to t uh, put the snacks down <laughs> when I need to put the snacks down. Yeah. And she is, uh, she's going to be, 
she's her name gonna ring bells um when it comes to uh vegan chef uh, or as i like to say vegan chef tris yeah. um she is going to uh wow a lot of people um yeah. her instagram if i can just say it now is bk underscore vegan 319 um her uh name is feed me Fay, and that's going to be uh the start of something big um yeah. i can't say too much now because we still have things in the works but uh what i can say is it's going to be meal prep uh we're going to be doing vegan events when mm -hmm. uh, everything opens back up yeah uh, we're going to be doing pop-ups at event spaces we're going to showcase just how good her food tastes yeah. And we're going to attempt to follow the American dream. You know, our, our, our goal is to take the plant-based nutrition and fitness uh, journey uh, sector by storm. Yeah. I, I, think, I think because we are one-two tandem, uh, it's going to happen. Yeah. And I can't wait. Definitely. That's good. So you guys look out for that. You're looking for some vegan food, it is coming your way. It's definitely coming your way by way of meal prep, by way of vegan events, by way of pop-ups, uh, cooking demos, uh, inspirations as far as recipes. Yeah. You can't give away everything, all the recipes, but we're going to be able to give you enough so that you can be inspired and on those days when you're not inspired, you can come to us and we'll make sure you're full and you're eating healthy food. Yeah, I like that. So on that note, um, don't run away just yet. We do have to take a quick break, but there is more just to tell you after this. All right, so we're back. And we are going to get into some questions. But before I ask you those questions, let me let me start with this question. I want to go back to what you said earlier about when you first went vegan. You said yes, you saw the um, documentary on the sixth, and then the next day, yes. that was it. Yes. So you just threw everything away that you had in your house that wasn't vegan, or what? I didn't have. From what I remember. And this is kind of like my bachelor, you know, days. Um, yes. Although some people might say I'm still living them. I didn't have a lot of food. Like it, it was in between time for me to go to food shopping. Uh -huh. So I didn't have a lot to throw away. Um, so whatever was here at the time, a little bit of left of, uh, of food that was left over, I think I did throw them away. I think I threw it away. If I didn't throw it away, I might have gave it away, but I don't remember who I gave it away to. So I guess that's my memory telling me that you, you threw the stuff away. <laughs> um, yes, I threw it away. Wow. That's commitment because I'm cheap. There's no way I'm throwing away my I stuff. I believe that that was craziness. I, again, I can't stress enough to your listening audience, please don't do that. Yeah. Um, you can be committed and you can be very driven and focused on something, but make sure you do your research. Make sure you have a contingency plan. 
make sure you have things in place. Mm-hmm. And if possible, let's just make sure you have some support from family and friends. Even if they don't want to do it, they'll make sure that when they're around you, there'll be a positive reinforcement on what you choose to do um, with your life. Yeah, that's good. Um, so let me ask you this, because I get this question a lot. Um, what vitamins do you take? I t- was taking a men's one a day. Uh-huh. And I was taking elderberry and a B12 pill. I am not good with taking supplements. And I think that's something that people need to make sure they do consistently. Mm -hmm. I'm not consistent with it. Um, It's not because I can't afford the supplements. It's not because of anything of me just not being focused on that. Um, I would like to think, aside from B12, and we can kind of get into that, and that's the pet peeve of people who are are not vegan where do you get your protein where do you get your where you get your b12 mm-hmm. i would like to think that i get 99.999 percent of my uh vitamins my nutrients my minerals from the food i eat um i haven't suffered any symptoms from being b12 deficient and i for darn sure haven't suffered any uh deficiencies from being protein deficient because i get good protein, as you probably already know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to probably get back to taking my B12 and some type of daily vitamin because that's recommended as you get older. Uh, but currently right now, I'm not taking anything as far as supplements or any type of vitamins right now, to be honest with you. Oh, I'm not going to tell your doctor that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. Uh, I don't want to put off anything that's not the truth. I, it's something that I need to do. Um, I need to add it as part of my as a part of my daily routine. Maybe if I have a subscription of B12 that comes to my house on a monthly basis, yeah, and it only charges my card or something like that. That'll maybe motivate me to uh, take it uh, more often or start back taking it. Mm-hmm. But currently, right now, it's not something that's a part of my daily diet. A lifestyle right now. Yeah. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> Again, we won't tell you doctor, but that's okay. Tell my doctor that, please. <laughs> I will say, um, which I guess will lead into um this question that I was gonna say, but um about support. My doctor, my regular physician, he is a big support system since the first day that I went and saw him. I used to go, so let me tell you, all right. Y'all don't know this about me, but you got to find out. Um, okay. I went to the same pediatrician who delivered me. Um, yeah, he. I was with him forever, and then I got to be like in middle school, and um, he was he was old. He got old, and so he retired. Um, so I went to another pediatrician, and I got to know her. And when I turned eighteen. She, I was like, I don't want to leave you. And she was like, it's okay. You can keep coming until you're 24. So <laughs> I kept going to her. Um, and then my mom was like, no, you need to grow up and, get, and go see a grown-up doctor. So I went to my mom's doctor. And do you know 
this woman, right when I got comfortable with her, now I could have kept going to my pediatrician if I had known she was going to do this. She left the clinic. Wow. wow. She didn't tell anybody. She didn't say anything. She le- I don't know if she retired. I don't know if she just got a new job, but she left. So I was, first of all, I was devastated because I was like, well, now I'm too old to go back to my pediatrician, you know? So I remember I had gotten sick one time and I had gone to a walking clinic nearby so I went back there because at least I had something on file with them. And now they're my regular doctor. But since, you know, that first day I met him, he was like, before he did anything, checked anything, he was like, why didn't you, where, you know, what made you want to come here? Why'd you stop going to your doctor? And I told him, like I said, you know, she left and he has been so supportive. He's my weight loss journey. He's been supportive. He never makes me feel bad unless there is a problem. At one point in time, I had high blood pressure and high cholesterol and he was with me. He got me on the medicine. And he was supportive and even so much, so much so that like I started getting consistent. He took me off the medicine. I was able to bring my blood pressure and my cholesterol down. And he's just been there. He was like, if you feel like you need weight loss surgery, like you have it, like, but he has just been with every, with what I eat. He'll ask me, what are you eating? How much water are you getting in? And he is just there for it. But he's also with me being vegan. He's also like those vitamins, young lady, (laughs) you need to get them in, take them at dinner time whatever you need to do, but it's, it's amazing to have, you know, your doctor be supportive. Definitely, because I, from what I'm being uh, told and from what I'm read, a lot of doctors, uh, they shy away from that. They say it's not healthy. They say it's not sustainable. They saying it's, you're doing damage to your body. Um, I believe that a doctor's job is to uh, try to make sick people uh, comfortable. I don't think a doctor is into preventative medicine. Mm. Um, It might say that in their title or might say that in their job description, but I don't think that's how they make the majority of their money. Yeah. Um, So to have someone who is supportive and uh, down with what you're trying to do, I think is a blessing. Um, So hopefully I can find that same type of individual to be my doctor soon. Yes. Um, So what, who is your biggest support system when it comes to your health and fitness goals? Who is your biggest support system? Currently right now, honestly, my only support system and the only support system that I need is Latoya. Yeah. Uh, I introduced her to the vegan lifestyle. Um, She accepted it with open arms. I think she was a little skeptical at first. Um, I can't necessarily totally speak for her, but what I can say is that when she realized that I wasn't blowing smoke, um, that you can actually live a healthy lifestyle and you can actually lose weight and you actually can feel healthy and feel good about yourself. Um, As I mentioned before, uh, some would say that she's maybe a better vegan than me, you know, and I'm, I'm and I'm the one that introduced her to this lifestyle. So, as I mentioned before, she is uh, wonderful. I don't think I can be uh, where I'm at right now, and, I, and I'm saying this wholeheartedly. I don't think I could have achieved some of the things I achieved. Like even when I wasn't exercising, I think uh, having her around didn't allow me to balloon too far up in weight and being too unhealthy. You know, it just took a little motivation from myself to add 
uh, the exercise to the vegan lifestyle. And then once I did that, you know, I'm starting to see the results that I saw in the past. So she's my uh, biggest cheerleader. She's my biggest critic when she needs to be. Um, she's pretty much everything that I need. And I'm happy to be able to start business with her. And like I said, uh, we're going to take this uh, sector of uh, plant-based nutrition and uh, fitness by storm. And um, yeah. I'm happy that she's in my life. That's good. I'm sure she would be very happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she would too. So um, let me, and then we're going to move on to like health and fitness, but I, it may, maybe it's just me. Maybe I've been living under the rock, but do you think that um, currently like as in the, in these times, like, you know, 20, through, I would say 20, like 16 to like present day that being vegan has actually become more popular amongst people? I believe that, uh, unfortunately, uh, for some people, it's a fad. I think for certain celebrities, they do it to fit in. I think certain people do it to be different. Yeah. I think certain people do it because it's like taboo. I think some people do it, they don't do it for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. um, I think people who become vegan and then stop, in my mind, in my opinion, they never really were. Once you realize the, the benefits of a whole food plant-based diet, mm -hmm. uh, I think any person who calls themselves intelligent, at least when it comes to like nutrition, would know that it's by far the healthiest diet, but what I like to say is lifestyle that yeah. you can have. It's, 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 it's amazing. And, you know, if someone who is famous says they're vegan or went to a vegan restaurant and it brings attention to it, if it causes other restaurants and, and uh, cafes and stuff like that to have more vegan options, I guess that person served their purpose. Mm -hmm. so I'm not going to shut that out completely, mm -hmm. but sometimes you have to call a spade a spade, yeah. you know? So uh, everyone has their purpose, that person's purpose, even though they wasn't really serious, <laughs> their job was maybe to just bring to light the benefits of it. Yeah. You know, maybe it caused people that were serious or are serious about it, they brought, up, they brought them over to our side and, you know, maybe that was the reason why that happened. But um, hopefully, like I said, we get more vegan options bring more awareness. I think I'm going to go off the subject for a little bit because you just brought something to mind that I haven't talked about in a long time. For Black people, uh -huh. I don't think you can advertise being vegan by telling them you're doing it to save the animals. I don't think you can advertise to a Black person being vegan by telling them it's for the environment. Mm -hmm. If you tell uh, African-American person that you can reverse the uh, heart disease in your family, you can mm -hmm. reverse the cancer, and you can talk positively, harshly to them about that. I think that would make more people sit up and pay attention to something that can help them live a more fulfilling life. 
not a lot of people that I know are going to go to an animal sanctuary and kiss a pig in the mouth. Not a lot of people I know are going to hug trees. It's mm-hmm. just, listen, I'm not stereotyping anyone. I know a lot of, not a lot, but I know two or three animal activists who happen to be Black and Puerto Rican and stuff like that. I don't want your listeners to think that I'm just pigeonholing anybody in a certain space. But by and large, the large majority of people of our skin tone need to be told the benefits of being vegan Mm -hmm. from the health perspective. Mm -hmm. Because not going to gain their attention by talking about animal rights, and you're not going to gain their attention by talking about the environment and I think if more people realize that, I think we can save more lives. Because yeah. at the end of the day, with any fitness journey or any nutrition journey, you are trying to save lives. You're trying to live a longer, more meaningful life. And I definitely want to get that uh, out in the open. And I'm, I'm here to answer questions uh, about why I feel that way. But I noticed that I'm more compassionate now than I've ever been when it comes to animals. When mm-hmm. I'm walking on trails and I see an ant walk by, I try to step over that ant because that ant didn't do nothing to me. In the past, when I was a child, I tried to kill as many ants as possible. I'm going to be honest with you. Yep. Uh, as, as all children pre- probably have done. So to say that I'm not compassionate at all would be a lie. But by and large, what brings me to veganism and what brings me to my fitness journey is the health aspect, the health benefits of that. And I want more people of our color to understand that you get people to listen when you say it's not the disease that runs that runs uh, in your family. It's not the cancer that runs in your family. It's the choices. Mm. What your great-grandmother did Unfortunately, is what your grandmother did, what your grandmother did, is what your mother did, but you have the ability to change that. Please, please educate yourself and make informed decisions when it comes to your health is what I want to tell everybody. Mm. Well, that was the sermon right there. Come on, ushers and pass some offer plates around. We can go on home because that was it right there. Yeah. It's up there. I'm trying to be as subdued as possible, but I strongly believe that. Uh, when this airs, whenever you decide to air it, I'm probably going to get backlash from animal activists and I might get some backlash from people who are vegan for the environment. And let me tell you something right now. Those are very, very important causes. Very important causes. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about saving lives to people who are oblivious to what's going on, you have to hit them where they can relate. Yes. And their grandmother or their grandfather or their uncle or their aunt dying at an early age, like my mother did, mm-hmm. that that will make them sit up, like I said before, and pay attention. Yeah. Because had I had this uh, uh, information that I have now, you know, I'm not God, but maybe I could, things could have, have happened differently. And I think about that every day. And I, and I, and I definitely want to, um, I want to share that with your audience. You know, mm-hmm. you can take the information and do with it what you want to do with it. We all have free will, but um, 
anyone who's genuine is not going to steal you wrong. And that's truly how I feel. That's good. That's good. I hope I'm going to make sure my parents listen to this because I stay on them about their food choices. I'm be like, look, you heard it from somebody else. You didn't hear it from me. Uh, it's the choices that you make. Definitely. <laughs> um, I don't want to mess up the flow of the show, but I'm kind of scared that my phone might die. I do have a battery pack that I can use to charge my phone. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if this could be a good time to take just a brief break so I can go get that and then we can finish on with the conversation. Is, is that cool with you? Yep, we're gonna, um, we'll go ahead and um, I know this is new for you just to tell our audience. We're gonna take one more little break and then we will be right back. All right, so we're back and let's get back into it. So we were talking about you know, the choices you make. So um, let's stay on, let's go, you know, with health. So let's talk a little bit about like with health and like exercise, like what are your fitness goals? I want to lose, I kind of loosely go about a BMI. I think BMI is not necessarily for people of color. I think Mm -hmm. the BMI is, uh, unrealistic Mm -hmm. but i do think that if you're a certain height or if you are a certain age uh, there is a healthy weight and for that it's going to be different weights for different people but for me since you asked the question to me i would like to lose uh 25 more pounds um i want to be healthy first and foremost, and I should have led with that because that's more important. I think if you're healthy, losing weight is going to be a a byproduct of you being healthy. So let me start all over. I want to be healthy, first and foremost. I want to lose weight. I want to look my best. I want to have confidence, and I want to be creative. And I think if I do it in that order, one will keep on superseding the other. Mm-hmm. You know, you're healthy, you're going to lose weight, you feel better, you feel better, you're more creative, you're more creative to find different ways to lose weight and so on and so forth. So, you know, other than that, I want to motivate people to start their fitness journey. Through my fitness journey, the ups, the downs, the happies, the sads, I want people to understand that I have a nine to five. I have different um, things that I'm going through on a day-to-day basis with my boss and, you know, my family and just my insecurities and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. I do think that uh, my fitness journey is helping me through all those things. Mm -hmm. And it's helping me become a better person, a better man. And I want that for other people. And that is one of the many reasons why uh, I'm on my fitness journey. I definitely want it for other people. And that's, I think, I don't, I don't think I mentioned this before, but I think it's my life's purpose. When you find your life purpose and it becomes a passion, you're almost consumed by it, mm-hmm. positively consumed by it. And it's almost as if uh, it's an obsession a positive obsession. 
So I want people, even if they don't walk the, as much as I walk, or even if they don't do the exercises I do, I want people to find that passion, find that purpose. I want people to let that passion and purpose serve them and their body mm-hmm. and serve with better health. And hopefully everything else in their lives at that point will fall into place. That's good. That's good. So what keeps you consistent on your health and um, fitness journey? The fear of not being consistent (laughs) (laughs) keeps me me consistent. Yeah. Um, The people around me, they say that when I get into something, I'm, I'm head first. Whether, whether in, in the past has been bad things, um, now it's good things. Um, I almost put my consistency as far as my fitness journey uh, ahead of everything, you know. Um, I haven't had to be late for work or anything like that, but it's very important to me. Whether I do it during the day or I do it uh, in the evening, the sheer fact of not being consistent is what drives me to be consistent. Now, something might happen. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I did uh, have a little injury to my foot. I don't think it was an injury. I think it was it was sore because I'm, I, I walk or yeah. I'm on my treadmill every day for the last 100 plus days. I think my foot wanted me to give it a rest. Uh, yeah. Hasn't been to the point to where I'm harming my body. I do think people need to listen to their body. I think that's very important. Please don't be walking on a broken foot. That's just silly. You understand what I'm saying? But I don't want every little nagging discomfort to be an excuse for me to stop walking for a week. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? You have to find that fine balance. And for different people, it's different things, but you have to find that fine balance. Are you going to let a little discomfort stop you from being consistent? Like I said, if you said you're going to do those three days a week, do those three days a week. Yeah. The other four days, you rest, you relax, you recover. But if you say you're going to do those three days a week, do those three days a week because you can set an example for a person who might need the exercise more than you. You can be the driving force behind saving someone's life. And I truly believe that. I don't care how corny that sounds. I truly believe that I can affect someone's life. I have already in my mind, it's my life. And I have already in my mind with Latoya. So I think if I can do that, and be remembered for that. When I leave this world, I leave it smiling. That's yeah. how I feel about it. Yes. You know. So if you could go back and tell your younger self anything, what would it be? Find your purpose and let it drive you. If it's something that's positive, don't be afraid to share it with the world. If you lose friends and Unfortunately, if you lose family, but you believe in your purpose and it's something positive and it's something that's going to improve you, don't stop and start and stop and start. Continue to do it until you get the results that you want. And let your goals be something that's almost unattainable so that it can keep you uh, driven 
to try to obtain them. You know, my goal in the grand scheme of things, I have small goals. I have daily goals, which is exercise. I have weekly goals, finish out the week. I have goals where I want to start a business in my t-shirt brand. But my ultimate goal is to pretty much try to exercise in one way or another for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, so I would tell my younger self to have goals, ones you can reach fast and ones that are going to take a little bit more time so that you can remain focused and driven in what you're trying to do. That's good. So where do you see yourself this time next year? I want to be able to say that first and foremost, we're doing the first annual fitness fitness and wellness retreat. Mm -hmm. That's going to be McHenry, uh, Maryland, uh, September 25th to September 28th. I forgot to mention that. Um, I want to say, I want to say that this time around this time next year, we'll be doing our second annual wellness and fitness event. Yeah. Um, I want to say that we would have, uh, did numerous, uh, vegan pop-ups and vegan festivals when everything opens back up normally. I want to say that if we're not at the brick and mortar stage, Mm-hmm. of our uh, business model that we're close and I mean yeah. real close like yo within the next couple of weeks we're closing on something or within the next couple of weeks we're going to sign that five-year I mean yeah that five-year or three-year uh, lease on a building um, I want to be able to say I got the LLC and I got the uh, tax ID and I got whatever else I need to for my, the trade and patent for my uh, t-shirt company, my t-shirt brand, my athletic brand. Uh, um, I want to be able to say I did all those things. Um, But even more importantly than that, quite honestly, I want somebody to say to me emphatically, Sean, it's because of you, I started exercising. Mm. I was on the brink of being unhealthy and because of you, I uh, started to exercise and you saved my life or you improved my life. And I want to thank you. I want to, I want a hundred thousand million people to say that to me. That's my goal for next yeah. year. I want as many people as possible to be able to say that. And I'm not saying that to gloat. I'm not saying that to beat my own chest, but I want to affect people in a positive way. And I really, like I said before, I really think that that is my life's purpose. Mm-hmm. So I hope I, I hope I answered your question. One thing Latoya has told me is that I go off on a tangent and I start talking about other things. And I know I probably did that tonight. I'm a work in progress. I am human. I am imperfect. But I'm passionate and I have my mind going all over the place. I hope what I'm saying is resonating with you. I hope it resonates with your audience. Um, but that is just one of the many goals that I want to have next year around this time. Okay. That's, that is a lot for next year. I was, my next question was going to be, where do you see yourself in five years? But that is, wow. And I, I just think for the five year goal, it would be everything I said on the grander scale. Yeah. On the on grander scale. And, you know, who knows what tomorrow will bring, but, you know, I'm going to uh, 
I'm gonna die doing what I love, you know. Yeah. Um, I, and that's my goal, you know, to affect people positively and and die doing what I love. Hopefully, many, many, many years from now. Yes. You know? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Long way down the Long road. Long time from now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, on that note, we have got to take a break, but don't go anywhere because there is more just to tell it after this. Love a good YouTube video? Live for a hair and makeup tutorial? Want to know how to start a YouTube channel? Stan Black Love. Follow House of Pain, Aislinn Wade, and Ashley in Earnest on YouTube. That's H-A-U-S-O-F-P-A-Y-N-3, House of Pain, A-I-S-L-Y-N-W-A-D-E, Aislinn Wade, and A-S-H-L-E-Y-A-N-D-E-R-N-E-S-T. Ashley and Ernest. Check out the links in the Justatella show notes. They're just what you never knew you needed. Trust me. All right, so we're back and we're going to give you our closing remarks. So go ahead, Sean. Well, pretty much uh, at the end or the beginning of all my posts uh, that has to do with my fitness journey, I say the following. This is Walk to Workout Session, Steps to Better Health. The location is, we're definitely going to get our 20,000 steps. We're going to have a good day and we're going to have a good workout. If you happen to be in the area and you want to walk with us, let us know. Have a good day. Talk to you soon. So when I say that, I'm inviting you literally to join us in our fitness journey. Or at the very least, I would like to inspire you to start your own. And once you start your own fitness journey, I would like for you to motivate others and pay it forward. Mm-hmm. That is what I want to be remembered by. That is the beginning of something great. You, at the same time, can be the beginning of something great, but you have to make a decision to start your fitness journey today. That's good. So, yeah. 20,000 steps, folks. Uh, 20,000 steps. Definitely. <laughs> start, out, start with 5,000. Some uh -huh. people may need to start with 2,500. Um, let those be consecutive steps. Uh, use your step counter to get some good, healthy steps in. Mm -hmm. Get that body moving. Get that heart rate up. Some healthy sweating to, to release those toxins. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll feel great. You'll feel good. And they'll branch off to other exercises that will help you lose weight, be healthy, and be around for a long time for your family and your friends. That's good. That is really good. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so if we are exercising, um, you mentioned a hashtag earlier. Um, could you tell us the hashtag one more time? The hashtag is walk to work out 
you spell it how it sounds, but when you get to the out part of the workout, it's a zero instead of an O. Um, follow the hashtag. Also, if I may, uh, follow me on Instagram mm -hmm. at, at her firstborn son, um, all one word. Um, you can also follow my partner, Latoya. Her hashtag, I mean, her uh, account is at BK underscore vegan mm -hmm. 319. Um, so that's where you can find us um, on Instagram and we'll be having different uh, social media outlets uh, soon. There we go. And um, so if someone wants to walk and they want to, do they just use the hashtag? Well, the hashtag is what I use to have a, a, a different way of people following me. They don't mm -hmm. want to follow the page. I know there's a trend on uh, Instagram right now where people follow hashtags. I follow hashtags mm -hmm. so I can kind of get a post of what's going on for, for subject matter that I'm interested in. Um, if you want to use the hashtag, I, I check it every once in a while to see if anybody has used it. If you want to use it uh, so we can start a campaign of uh, walking to work out, walking for exercise, walking for fitness. Yeah. Uh, it'd be greatly appreciated. Um, I just have to get used to seeing different faces and different posts on there. I'm used to seeing primarily uh, my posts under that hashtag, but I'll extend the hashtag out to other people. Um, and maybe together we can start a fitness trend that can help save lives. Yeah. That's good. So just to tell our family, uh, when you guys go and exercise, I know a lot of you guys follow me on, or a few of you guys follow me on my Limitless Health page, but when you guys go exercise and you walk, use the hashtag so that you can connect with Sean and his platform and we can hold each other accountable. That's, that's the big Definitely. thing. We want to make sure we are holding each other accountable to our yes. goals. Yes. We don't want to just talk about it. We want to be about it. We want to be about it. Like I said, I just want to, uh, rehash what I said earlier, you know, consistency is different for different people. You know, some people might not be able to because of their family and other obligations in their life. They might not be able to work out or walk uh, for that length of time for seven days. But listen, if you say you're going to do it two days a week, when those two days are roll around, try not to have an excuse. Mm -hmm. Try not to let anything in your way. Things happen in life, but if there isn't a viable reason why you're not working out, you should be working out. Do that. In six months, you'll see different results. You'll see you'll see results. Yeah. Trust me. I'm living, I'm a living testament of that happening. Latoya is a living testament of that happening. And we want the same for you. Yes. So that's now you guys know where to find him. Um, tell us one more time you have about your event coming up. September 25th to September 28th, we're having our first annual wellness, fitness and wellness retreat. It's going to be in McHenry, Maryland. Um, information is going to be on Latoya's page. It's going to be on my page after this broadcast. Uh, for those uh, interested, please contact us. We'll give you further details on pricing and um, 
just the different activities that we're going to have there. Um, meals will be included and other things to make the experience a good one. And again, our goal for that uh, fitness and wellness event is to show people uh, the good side, the great side of starting their fitness journey. We'll be there coaching you. We're going to go hiking. We're going to be eating meals together. We're going to be having uh, bonfire discussions and campfire discussions on, you know, everything health and fitness related, uh, maybe life related. And we're definitely going to have a good time. And hopefully when you finish with the retreat, you go back home and you share with your family and friends the time that you had. And hopefully it helps you. Uh, jumpstart your fitness journey yes now will we be camp will people be camping outside for this or it's lodging we have a we've secured a cabin um it's a five-room cabin okay. um the, uh, the facility or the the housing sleeps 12 comfortably mm-hmm. um and we will have like i said food there we'll have activities uh, we'll try to do something Well, we will be doing something health and fitness related every day, but it's nothing too strenuous. We know we might have newcomers. Mm-hmm. We know we might have people who are just starting fresh mm-hmm. um, their fitness journey. So we'll definitely tell her uh, our fitness uh, goals for that day uh, to your needs. But we just want to show people that you can change your surroundings. You, if you refresh your surroundings uh, every so often, it'll make your fitness journey and what you plan on doing as far as your exercise that much better. So we hope to see you there. If you're interested in getting more information on a fitness and wellness retreat, please uh, contact me at herfirstbornson on Instagram or contact BK underscore vegan 319 uh latoya will be there to fill any questions you may have we hope to see you there all right and you guys already know where to find me at azel wade on everything that's instagram facebook youtube snapchat twitter oh you know what I don't think I can do the accent anymore, guys, because um, the UK is finally in the building. It took y'all two years to get here, but we're better late than never. huh? We're glad you're here. But with that being said, um, thank you guys so much for being here. You could have been anywhere else, but you chose to be here listening to us ramble on and on and on. And so for that, we are eternally grateful. Shout out to everybody who's listening from every country, every state, every city, every province, every village. We are so happy you're here and we are thankful to have you. And until next time, guys, bye. See you soon.